amid the rustic, bustling scene of downtown Kingston, where industry and commerce intersects with murals and creativity, we come to talk about technology and business and the way the two together help build better businesses. We're at the F&B Downtown Restaurant in the heart of Kingston's Art District, the place for food, beverage, world-class jewelry with some technology mixed in today. Hello and welcome to Bounce by Info Exchange. This is where we talk about technology and business and how technology helps to make better business. With me is Andel Williams, CIO of Info Exchange and the CEO himself, Mr. David Allen. I'm Kalando. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome. Um, (laughs) We're going to talk about IT resilience and business resilience today. IT resilience, business resilience, these are important things in business today. And I'm not going to say it wasn't always important. I'm sure some aspect of it was always important. But how is it that we are having so much conversation about these things today? A business resilience? Well, the, well, first of all, let's just say what that is. Eh? Um, business resilience is the ability for a business to respond quickly to some disruption. Yeah and continue their business operations, thereby protecting their people, their processes, Mm -hmm. and their brand equity. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can see that the degree to where a business can recover or continue is a measure of how resilient that business is. is. But how did we get here? Well, what's happening is that the, the way businesses, customers, uh, are requiring or demanding services or products from that business has changed. Uh, we call this the change in consumer behavior. Definitely. And you've seen it. I mean, people want things now. You know, Anytime we're in the, 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 the Amazon, I want it now yeah. life. So the, the degree in which a business can deliver that type of service on our 24-7, I want it, no the, type of the, paradigm. Um, they always call it paradigm. Yes. Yeah. And, and could we say that businesses were always resilient, meaning that 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you, you were operating in a 9-to-5 world. Right. And in that 9-to-5 world, would you say that at that time, those businesses that could operate between 9-to-5 every day, Every time that the customer wanted that service, would you say that they're resilient at that time? At that time, yeah, because re- resilience really is a, a is a measure of the, the the company's ability to adapt within their context of business operation. Right, right. right. That I'm saying has changed. So the, the 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 means that you used in the past may not apply as um, efficiently as today. Definitely. So you find instances where. We have now moved into an era, the digital era, yes. where customers expect 24 7, 365 type service. And because of that, we are, we are seeing quite a bit of companies talk about digital transformation. Right. We now have to operate digitally right across um, the board. Yeah, think about it. So, Which means you have to have a digital business. Though. That's right. Is that what it means? That's correct. Precisely, because you know, in order for a business to be able to deliver a service at 3 a.m., Mm-hmm. In a different time zone yes. to a customer, you have to have that uh, business operating digitally. Okay. Yes. So, and then consequently, mm-hmm. you talk about things that uh, we talk about Amazon earlier, that's mm-hmm. e commerce. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the impact of social media on businesses. Um, 
what are some of those other challenges that you know force the business operators to think about being always on, people are out here talking about brand equity, right? Mm-hmm. People can chat about your business anytime, people can mm-hmm. recommend your business anytime, people are ordering stuff all the time. What do you need to, to, to stay up all the time? Well, well, about- well, well let's backtrack a little bit. When, we, when you talk about the actual need, mm. the need is because you have new competitors coming into the space that are trying to, if in, in, in our terms, trying to eat your lunch. <laughs> and, and because of that, you find that businesses have to now think about what do I need to do to operate even in the face of a negative event, in the face of a disruption, that disruption may be internal, external, how do I operate? And how do I continue to operate? Okay. How do I continue? It's a, that's that's an important point. How do I continue? Whereas in the past, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a disruption, I would have enough time to right. Because right. if you close at five, right. and then something happens, you have until yep. now yeah. the next right. morning. That's right. That's right. And indeed, if I am delivering my good or my service physically, yes. it's it's uh, I even have more time. Yes, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you can close, and you can also right. determine that right. I can close. You can. Calando, another thing you know is the, the, the change in customer behavior. Yes. Customers won't wait anymore, and they will go to your competitor. There's no loyalty in that way. And I think that is what is driving this new age of digital transformation, digital business, and of course, what we are talking about: business resilience, IT resilience. So, an, an, an important point um, that owner does mean this. The customer behavior is driving digital transformation. Okay. That now is putting a different demand on your business okay. in, in how you can now respond to a disruption. And I guess we'll talk about that. Yes, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I were specifically saying things like IT resiliency, but we're yes. talking generally about yes. a resilient business. Mm-hmm. So let's separate them up. What is IT resilience versus the resilient business? Mm-hmm. The, the IT resilience actually deals with the technology systems and their ability to continue to operate even when faced with a disaster. And that disaster may be planned, may be unplanned, may be human-related, it may be an act of God, it may be internal or external. So so think about this now. If the change in customer behavior is driving this digital transformation, my operations now have to be able to deliver my service digitally which means I'm more and more reliant on what my IT infrastructure can do. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and earlier on, then you talked about being able to have people, have, people having access to the service at mm-hmm. all time. And we're talking about different types of people because if you're always on, your suppliers can always get to you, the customers, your stakeholders, regulators are always watching mm-hmm. if you, are, if you mm-hmm. are that type of business. And so having all the systems so that everybody can access it mm-hmm. is part of how you are we have that infrastructure right that makes right. you resilient right so you know what what you're alluding to is what I, what, I, what i just said the you are more and more reliant and dependent on your it infrastructure in order to deliver your service and without that if there's a disruption in my ability to either access me access mm-hmm. my system right or there's some external thing that has occurred right that uh, prevents that, or some internal thing that has occurred mm-hmm. 
that prevents that, then I have a disruption. And because I'm so reliant on these systems, it disrupts not only just the systems internally, but you now it is disrupting my business operation. And let us talk about it again. You know, let us break it down. If you have an employee today uh, and you're do, doing payroll, for example, and you have 500 employees, is it possible for them to do it manually today? I say no. Even if you have a hundred employees, I don't think it is possible to do it manually. So therefore, here comes here comes um, your payroll manager, your payroll supervisor, or your payroll clerk, and they want to actually process payroll on the twenty fifth, on the morning of the twenty fifth, when processing is supposed to happen, their machine goes down. Not even the systems go down, but their end machine goes down. This is like the hardware. That, that is the hardware, meaning their, their laptops, their PCs, their computers go down. They now don't have access to that system. The system is up, but they are down. Or vice versa, the payroll system somehow gets corrupted. Therefore, they have access to the system, but the system is down. So whichever way you want to look at it, you have a disruption. You have a disruption. Right? That disruption could be even as simple as a power cut. That day, they had a power cut, and therefore you, you didn't have a backup generator, and you're down. So you know, look, the business owners have to ask the question: yes. What impact would this have on me? Yes. I can't do payroll, and I have five hundred guys with cutlasses uh-huh. outside <laughs> the, the fence wanting yes. their pay. <laughs> <laughs> what then? What do you right? do? So okay. you know, one has to know. Look at this as home. You know, where's my risk? Yes. So you look at your core systems and where are the biggest risk um, systems that must remain up. And then you plan for that. But and you're almost suggesting to me that this is a system where nothing will go down. Um, and no downtime is what? Is that what you say? The, 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 the holy grail yes. for all business is zero data loss, mm-hmm. zero downtime. And zero downtime doesn't mean just system downtime, but that means that always on, always having access to that system. But you see, I'm saying you see. But but you're, you're you're speaking now and saying okay. There's a problem with that. that that's a holy grail. Yeah. That's a holy grail. Okay. Now now <laughs> in, in in reality, can it happen? Yes, you can strive to approximate. I would say near zero data loss, near zero downtime. Because that example you gave with the machine being down, yes. the system is still up, the machine is down. That's, That's right. I mean, how do you even plan for that? Machines will go down, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. But there, but there are actually means and ways to, to actually have alternatives just in case machines go down. So therefore, what we are saying, if you, if you fail to plan, you definitely plan to fail. Right. You know, and it's, it's, look, it's not one pill, you know. Yes. Okay. It, it, there are a number of, of layers mm-hmm. that need to be implemented and work together. It does give us a sense of some of those layers and how they work together from the IT infrastructure side. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is you have to have your standards and procedures in place. Yeah. Two, your, in terms of how people work, uh, I think back in the day, work is something that you went to. Today, work is something that you go with you. Right. 
Yep. Right? Yeah. And, well, it actually travels with right. you. Yes. So, so, so if businesses start to think of that differently or, or think of it in that way, then you find that how you organize your business becomes much different. Say that again. So work used to be where you go. Now yes. work is what you what do. You do. What so you are doing, doing work all the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> or our lives <laughs> today. Well, <laughs> our lives are consumed by it. But and I think work comes with you. Yes. It but shows a change. It shows a change. Shows a change. And that's part of this transformation we're going mm-hmm. through. So in that case, you're talking about, the, for example, an IT infrastructure that needs to be able to manage in a world of bringing one device, managing yes. a world of um, having many devices to access a system. So you're looking at different types of security right. procedures. Right. Remote work. Yes. Meaning that you have to be able to work even if you can't get into the office. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, one of the other things that, that we, we need to talk about as well is that business resilience, as David said, is actually many layers. And one of those layers is security. Security of your data, security of your people, and of course, security of your trademarks and secrets and everything like that. That makes your business a whole. And the other piece is your IT operations. How do you get your IT operations to be always on, just in case there's an issue? And there will be an issue. Yes. So, so don't, don't, I don't think any business on this earth would say, guess what? I will never lose data. I will never have downtime. But the, the crux of the matter is how do you minimize right. those instances? But, but you can minimize those instances with what we are all aware of, backup. Are you then saying backup is no longer in play? What, what, Remember, you know, times again have mm-hmm. changed. Backup is always and will always be a, a, a core part of resilience. Mm-hmm. Now, Back in the day, keep using that term as mm-hmm. you bring it up. Yes, yes. Back in the day, a backup would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And what is a backup? Backup is a copy of my data as at a point in time. Mm-hmm. Great. It means that if there is a disruption or some crash or some corruption, whatever, the operator has to go find the backup right. and do a restore. Mm-hmm. Right, that copy back onto the system. So that takes time. Whereas back in the day, you had that time, you had that luxury in the old nine to five physical world. What we are saying is that is no longer the case because the time that you are doing your restore yes. is a time that you are not operational. Yes, you're going to have, and yes. you can, you can. That's a straight, easy calculation to see how much money have I lost. And what happens is, there are, you know, many organizations are not looking at that. Mm-hmm. They sort of think about it, but you need to really sit down and say, what if I gave all of my staff a holiday today and maybe most of tomorrow yes. as well? Mm-hmm. 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 Multiply it out. Mm-hmm. And not only that, what, how are my competitors going to capitalize mm-hmm. on my mm-hmm. misfortune? Basically, what's the opportunity? Yeah. Cost. Right. That mm-hmm. part's a little harder to work mm-hmm. out, but it can be. And all of this has been factored in. The cost of downtime. Right. In, in and, the design. Right, in the right. design of stuff. And then uh, mm-hmm. from management is that how am I going to mitigate that risk? Mm-hmm. It's all about risk. And I think too many times you have the, the, the C-suite, the, the board level, and, and of course business owners. They, they, think, they think of technology as something that is you know, out there. That, that, that's not my domain. Mm-hmm. But 
it is so important for them to consider technology because one, technology drives businesses today. Right. And the other part of it is risk. What, what if I don't adopt this technology? What, what am I missing? What is, what is going to happen to my business in the next few years if I, I don't adopt technology to, to my business benefits? I know, Colano, you know, I don't want the, the members of the C-suite to think that they have to go out there and go read a bunch yeah. of 60-page, 100-page manuals. Right. No. What is necessary is for you to ask some questions yes. mm-hmm. and to understand that the, the person, that IT person that you have given the, the job to um, make sure my business continues in, mm-hmm. in a, a, mm-hmm. a disruption, if he fails, he can find another job, most likely. You may not be able to have another business. You, however, as an owner, That's right. may need to find another business. Do you want to run that risk? Give me like three questions that they need to be asking. Can you think of? Well, well, you know, the, the thing is, is you you start with the what if problem. You know, well, what if? You know, you start with a business, some type of impact analysis, really. That's so right. What are that's my right. most right. critical jewels that need to be protected, and what are the applications that use those jewels mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. essentially is my business? Okay. And who are the people that use those applications? Right, right. So, so you're actually doing a business impact analysis and looking at what is core to my business? Uh, what is it that I need to have running continuously? People, mm-hmm. the process, and the technology. Yes. And Feel speaking of that, so, so we were talking before mm-hmm. about this experience you had with this pizza and I wanted you to know. <laughs> oh, exactly. yes, yes, we're, we're talking about offline about that. <laughs> what kind of questions would that owner of that pizza place, but it's up to you if you want to call it the name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what kind of questions should that person now be asking uh, or what kind of answers should he be looking for? But tell us, the, the, the re- re- repeat what you said about the you're, 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 pizza. You're, you're, you're ordering a pizza. Right. And uh, you actually went to order the pizza. You yes, were trying to. I was trying to order the pizza. <laughs> and, and, right. and what happened was that in, in calling the telephone line, um, I found that the it ran, and of course, it gave you the answer, mm-hmm. which is the automated ask. Right, yes. Technology. Technology at work. Yes. And then you say, you know, if you want, um, you know, this area, press one. Okay. <laughs> you want this store, press two. Okay. Good. Press for the nearest store. Then I said, hello, hello, hello. Nothing on the other end. And did that for about half an hour. Until oh, if you're coming to this pizza. Oh, yeah, my oh, <laughs> wanted pizza. <laughs> wanted pizza. Yes. Uh, but in the end, what happened was that um, we had to drive to the place. And, you know, with that decision, it was, I should just call a competitor. Yes. I mean, why not? And it was just because the, 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 the person that we're ordering for wanted a particular pizza. Right, right. And that's the only reason why that business... Um, got that got that sale on that day. So we drove there, and and of course, on reaching there, you know, the explanation that was given was that the provider was down, the actual telephone provider was down, and they have been trying to fix it for how long, and they can't. But as a business, that is part of your technology that is now down, that is causing you may cause you to actually lose business. Right. So you have to be very careful as a business owner, as an executive, that you're looking at not only the things that you provide, but the things that are provided 
to supplement or support your business. Right, because I mean, in another situation, okay, fine, food, people tend to be a little bit, you know, they yes. favor certain things. Yes. So people are not as, you know, it's agnostic well, as we'd like. But if, if that were the case, yeah. that mm-hmm. business would not get your money that day. That's, that's right. right. So that's right. But, no, but can you imagine how many other people were calling? Yes. Yeah. Well, look at what, look at what, let's, let's, look, let's look at that. This place, this, this, you know, they have all of their IT systems up and running. Mm-hmm. You know, their staff have it, everything running perfectly. But a component of that entire system, which is, you know, procured through a third party, yes. isn't working. Not working. Mm-hmm. So they're not making money or losing. losing. Or losing. Right. Not making losing. as much. Not making as much. Right. Right. Frustrating so, the customer. Mm-hmm. Frustrating the customer. Like you use that word because that, right. that brings it up. So the question is, is how do you know from the from the the, the business perspective, yes. mm-hmm. how do I make this whole thing resilient? That's what right. do I have to do to yeah, go that that be, Yes, right. that would be a reasonable question, right. given that, as you said, that person is getting that service from a third party provider. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of the ability to mm-hmm. get the orders, mm-hmm. and they now have to assess that to say, okay. How do I prevent this from happening? Because right. I don't even know how much business I lose. That's right. You don't. You don't. And and that is why we say you have business resilience, and then you have IT resilience inside as a part right, right. of business resilience. And then okay, so we did talk. We started talking earlier about some of the other things. Yes. Um, you mentioned somebody when we went back. So we talked about processes. Yes. These are some of the other things because IT resilience is part of business resilience. Communications right. would be the next. Right. Yeah. yeah. Processes standards. Um, organizing the human component. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you have to what, have people trained. Definitely. Um, right. Keep and and, and they, they, they need to know how to act in the event that you right. have a situation. Right. Oh, right. right. Yes. That's very important. Right. Very, very important. Yeah, business continuity management. That's right. That's right. Right. What does that sound like? Some big words. But I mean, the, the, the thing is, you know, you do not want to be having to kind of figure it out during, during a, the thing. a disaster, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You would want to the the processes that you have articulated beforehand to just be able to kick in. Kick in. Incident management. That's right. No, I do. I, mm-hmm. I remember being in one one job uh, a few years ago mm-hmm. where I was part of an incident management team. Was a telco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was a telco, and I was part of that incident management team. And so I'm seeing now what you're talking about mm-hmm. as far as what used to happen is, and I was leading the communication mm-hmm. on that. So once something happened on the system, then uh, a process is triggered where we all get on right, call, right, and, right. and there's an assessment. The tech, technology people or anybody that leads with the platform would mm-hmm. tell us what's right. the problem, where it's affecting, because it was a telco that spread across That's the great. region, and then we now had to determine. What channels we were going to use mm-hmm. to communicate? You know, who is being impacted? Can we reach them, etc. All that's, these that's things. Great, right? A whole incident management process and an entire team had been dedicated to deal with right. yeah. these kinds of things. So those so are some normal part of the So those are some of the things that a business has to definitely think about mm-hmm. in being resilient. Right. Yeah, and then, you know, just the speed that up. Mm-hmm. We, used to, we used to be able to like for each incident, we would then capture. Perhaps you know what was communicated, and then we'll store that so mm-hmm. that if we have a similar incident somewhere else, we just right. you can learn from it. it. You can learn from it. Think faster. That's right. You can learn from it. That's the process of learning, right? Mm-hmm. So you get better with that. Risk management. You talk about mm-hmm. um, knowing those. Right. They, so part of the whole thing is that you need to look at all of my my operations and where are the the, the critical um, 
areas mm-hmm. that are most critical to the yes. business operation, mm-hmm. uh, as well as those support areas that are critical to support mm-hmm. the critical operation, uh, are at risk mm-hmm. and, uh, and define, well, how much risk do I assign to this particular uh, component? And with that, we then look at how am I going to make this particular component more resilient? And if a business mm-hmm. actually approaches it in that way, then the, the C-suite and the owners, business owners, will find that, you know, this whole thing about being kind of, uh, if you want to use the word, afraid of technology, doesn't come into play because what you're doing is protecting your business. And finding the best ways to do so may mean that you're employing some technology. And, you know, you don't need to necessarily try and boil the ocean all in one mm-hmm. But you do need to get started. Yeah. And you need to start at the most high-risk areas and get those out yeah. and then move on. And you know, it's always best to, to, to have, you know, people who can advise, people who can, who can lay the table and say, these are the things that you need to consider. And, it, you know, sometimes they just have business people in a room, but you need to have a technology person in the room because that technology person will actually take something that you're looking at as a huge business problem and boil it down into a few technological solutions. So it is very important to have that conversation. And it's, that's what it's about, using the technology to solve business right, problems. Right. So, so my right. takeaway from this conversation mm-hmm. is this whole zero downtime, zero data loss. <laughs> it's possible. Always on. <laughs> Always having access. In this always on world, yes. it's possible to have zero downtime. You, you don't have much choice. You don't have much choice. There's not much choice. IT infrastructure, um, uh, IT resilience that promotes business resilience. This is where we're going to wrap it, gentlemen. Um, okay. For now, thanks to David uh, Allen, CEO of InfoExchange, and Ondel Williams, CIO of Info Exchange. We're going to have more conversations about things like this, the way technology is used to solve problems. We want you to post your comments below uh, and send us your information, send us questions and things that you want us to address. Follow us at Info Exchange on Twitter, Info Exchange JA on Instagram and post your comments and send questions. Check out our website, InfoExchangeJA.com. Until next time, we have another chance to bounce some more technology solving business problems discussions. We like that bounce. This is Thomas by Info Exchange. I'm Kalanda. Talk again soon. Bounce by Info Exchange, where technology meets industry and commerce to build better businesses. Info Exchange are business technology consultants. Our offices are located in Kingston, Jamaica. Info Exchange, smart technology, better business. <laughs>